Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. So we have in our studio today Eric Most with Most Insurance and my beautiful wife Martha Brangenberg with Caris Christian Books and Gifts. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jim. You know, uh, it's uh, it's tough. Eric wanted to make find out which side I wanted Martha to sit on at, by me in the studio so I can make googly eyes at her. It's going to be fun having her in the studio today. <laughs> uh, we've done radio together in the past, but it was on the Pete O'Shea show. This will be fun. So I, I want to start off with letting my audience know about you guys. So Eric, I know you're an insurance guy, and I know it's what you're doing day by day, all day long, but I want to hear first, how did you come to trust in Jesus Christ? Thanks, Jim. Um, yeah, I was raised actually in the Lutheran uh, Church, believing that I was a Christian based on my works. Uh, I was baptized, went through confirmation. I had I was I was very active. I was actually uh, head acolyte in, in in the church, and but there was really no life change. The um, I did not truly know what it was to ma- know Christ as my Savior. Um, thanks to some friends in high school, uh, they brought me to their church. There, I heard the gospel plainly proclaimed to me for the first time that my sin caused a, a void, a separation between me and Christ, and that, that only by trusting in him and him alone, not works, not, not baptism, not other things, but only trusting in Christ alone can I know him, repent of my sins, and, and I've do, I did that. I did that in, uh, in high school, and uh, I praise God for, uh, for a, a church that faithfully proclaimed the gospel. Awesome. All right, Martha, let, let the audience know, who is Martha Brangenberg with Karis Christian Books and Gifts? 
Alrighty, well, I am the manager of the bookstore that is um, a ministry of the First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks. And as far as um, my trust in Jesus Christ, I was raised in a Christian home. My parents um, showed me the love of Jesus Christ in all that they did every day and the way that they opened their home to other people and lived out their lives for Christ. And through the teachings of my church and being involved there, I came to, at a young age, an understanding that I needed Jesus as my savior. And I got to tell you, she's an awesome young lady. My wife and I met in high school. We met in our youth group uh, as 16-year-olds. She was dating one of my friends. And to make a long story short, he lost, I won. Uh, (laughs) Yesterday, or actually Saturday, we celebrated the 29th anniversary of our first date and the 28th anniversary of the day we got engaged. So Praise God. That's right. That's right. And we're going on 27 years of marriage. So put all that together. That's how old we are. (laughs) Anyway, so Eric, I know... um, the reason we even met was because of a passion you have for uh, for ministry. And I was uh, at the uh, LifeWork Leadership Conference a couple years ago, and or one of the weekly or monthly sessions, and I said, boy, I'd really love to meet people that are passionate about missions, passionate about connecting their business and missions together. And uh, a friend of mine, Kathy Norris, said, you gotta meet Eric most. And so she introduced me, and to make a long story short, it's, most, it's been one of the quickest friendships I've ever made. Uh, so Eric, talk about the ministries that you're involved in. Well, you know, I, um, uh, Jim, I didn't always walk with Christ, and um, I praise God that um, that He has brought me back to uh, a close fellowship with Him, and, and truly has given me a, a great passion for um, living my life for His glory. And so that that really informs all of my life. And so ministries I'm, I'm active with. I mean, first, uh, primarily, where my wife and I are very active with our, our faith family at Covenant Life Church in Tampa, and um, and and we also um, I joyfully get to serve um, an organization called Crossing Cultures International. Um, their mission is to glorify God by equipping Christ followers globally with comprehensive training for effective ministry. Basically, 80% of the pastors worldwide have no um, access, not even have access to solid biblical training. And so Crossing Cultures International goes to them providing a a very comprehensive training, one that's not just a, a book knowledge piece, but one that one that's providing uh, mentorship and, and actually hands-on uh, training. And uh, it, it's a pure joy to serve there. We, we actually, this last year, I was in uh, the Philippines um, for the first global conference with CCI. We had pastors and, and leaders um, from all over Southeast Asia and the world. We had them from Cambodia and Laos and Myanmar and the Philippines and Indonesia, from Thailand and India, from Haiti, uh, Canada. Um, and the Bahamas, all gathered together just to uh, level set with the ministry and also just to continue to encourage the the leaders and the pastors. Um, that's is a true joy of mine to, to serve there. And then I'm also, I'm kind of known as the book guy with LifeWork Leadership. So uh, it was kind of funny. I was also introduced to you like, you've got to meet this guy, Jim. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I praise God because like you said, we got together and got to meet quickly. So it's a cool thing. We'll talk about your book interest in a few minutes. Martha, what about you? What kind of ministries are you involved in? Um, Well, one of the things that you and I enjoy um, doing a lot of is marriage mentoring, working with couples um, to strengthen their marriage, whether they're in a time of crisis or just wanting to um, get it to a level where they're just on a solid foundation. Um, We also enjoy doing marriage retreats outside of the normal meeting with people, maybe taking them away from the um, area that they're in and and getting away to relax and spend time together and grow closer together. Um, I'm also a mentor mom for my Moms at Heart group at our church, which is for moms and, and just all the different levels of life that they're in. 
And lastly, really just in my store, um, that is my biggest ministry. Uh, I never know what's going to walk through the doors and where God's going to use me. Now, talking about marriage retreats, we're working on a pretty interesting idea for next spring for marriage retreat. What are we talking about doing? She give me a blank look. Okay, <laughs> that was not the response I was looking for. We're actually talking about doing a marriage retreat on a cruise. So we're talking about leaving Tampa Bay, four days, three nights on a cruise, trying to do it for a couple. I've got a good friend of mine trying to put together a package deal so that people can have fun, go on a vacation, and do a marriage retreat all at the same time. All right, so how did you develop your love for books, Eric? I hated reading until college. <laughs> You know, and actually, it was my RD at uh, at the Florida Baptist Theological An College. RD, yeah, resident director okay. in my dorm room, and he literally took the Christian Book Distributor magazine and highlighted good books I needed to buy and read. And I started by buying them and having my parents buy them for Christmas, and I never read them until actually a year that I had dropped out and I didn't have a TV, and so I thought it'd be a good time to start reading. And uh, love for books just just was birthed in me at that moment. Martha, what about you? Um, I loved to read as a child, and then as I became a mom, I was overwhelmed by all the self-help books, and they sat on my nightstand, and I never got through them because I could never be good enough. And uh, then finally, uh, one day, I think you challenged me, Jim, to just pick up a book and read it for fun, and I fell in love with Christian fiction all over again. And uh, from there, I always have two or three books on my nightstand that I'm actively reading. The real truth is she has two or three books on her nightstand and about 45 (laughs) inside the nightstand, 27 on my desk, and several in the bookstore she still has on her list to give away. That's right. All right. We have Eric Most with Most Insurance and Martha Brangenberg with Karis Christian Books and Gifts in the studio with us today, live right here. In the first section of the show, we talk with Eric and Martha about how Christ has impacted their lives personally and how they just started talking about their ministries and how they're involved. Now, in the next segment, we're going to talk here about your businesses. And what I'd love you to be able to put in is a little bit about how Christ has impacted your business and how you do business. But we'll get to that in a little bit. So, Eric, you and your brother own most insurance in Tampa. All right. What do you specialize in? We specialize in property and casualty insurance. So basically your home, auto, toys, and business insurance. Well, gosh, you make it sound so simple. I, I tried to. I was, I was, I was thinking about this earlier. It, it, that's, that's it. So who's your perfect customer? Well, uh, the great thing about insurance is pretty much everybody needs insurance. And so pretty much everybody's a perfect customer for me. If you're single or married individuals, if you're a business owner, as long as you're concerned about making sure that you're properly protected, you're a great customer for us. All right. So how long have you guys been in business? Well, uh, this year we uh, just turned over 40 years. And uh, I've been with the agency practically my whole life. My father started us back in 1973, and uh, and I've now been a, a part of the agency for going on 10 years actively, as opposed to back when I was uh, in high school, you know. Yeah, high school, you were just taking the money out and not contributing. Yeah, I understand what teenagers are like. All right, so there are hundreds, if not thousands, of insurance agencies in Tampa Bay. What makes most insurance the place where people should go? Uh, we're truly different than others. Um much because, uh, we'll get into this, but because of my faith in Christ and our faith in Christ, that it, it informs all of our decisions. And so I'm constantly thinking about um, our customers, thinking about what the customer experience should be like. What is truly great customer service? Because I find that most insurance agencies say that they provide great customer service, and that's why I should deal with them. And and I had to sit back and think, what does that really look like? And so actually, um, I really believe that uh, great customer service is really being there when our clients need us the most. And in insurance, that's when they have, when they experience a loss, when they're in a traffic accident, when, when their house catches on fire or there's flooding. 
Um, that's when they need us the most. And as a whole, as an industry, I think that, that the industry does a very poor job. Um, they basically say, hey, we're not adjusters. Call your call, call the company that, that actually insures you. And um, if you have a problem, give us a call back. And and many will say, you know, they pray that, that you, the customers don't call them back because they don't want to get in the, the mess of a claim. But, but that's really when you need us the most. And so we went out and created a one-of-a-kind position called a claims advocate that helps hold our clients' hands throughout the entire claims process, really being there for when they need us the most. All right. So how specifically, give me a specific example on how you've been able to incorporate your faith in Christ into your business. Sure. My... Um, my life first, truly, uh, my passion is First Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And so that informs all that I do. It informs my the way I deal with my staff and uh, when, there's, uh, when, there's, when there's celebration and when there's heartache, you know, how I, I come along them. Um, it, it informs how, uh, how I hire and how I fire. Um, I, I, I can't just go out on a whim and, and, and just go do things nilly-willy. I have to think about how does this specifically glorify God? <laughs> Spend time in prayer, <laughs> much prayer for my staff and, and for our customers as well. That's, that's awesome, Eric. Thanks for sharing that. All right, Martha, you run Kara's Christian Books and Gifts. You know, what's special about Karis? I mean, there's Christian bookstores out there. What's special about Karis? There are. Um, we are special because we've number one, we've been in the community a lot of years. Um, we were started over 28 years ago, and that was before church bookstores were even really a thing. Um, our pastor saw a need to get Bibles into the hands of new believers and wanted that to happen quickly. Um, so that was one of the reasons that we were started. And then also to be able to minister to people when they're in the hospital, they hear at church, somebody's in the hospital or somebody's been sick or had a death in their family, to be able to get greeting cards and to be able to minister through the greeting cards. And so um, built on that, Karis is special because it's just been a place where the church congregation and the community can quickly um, come in and find the resources that they need in an environment where people really care about them. And how long have you been running the store? Over six years. And in the last six years, one of the things I've tried to help you do is get the word out about Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Because what, what I found out as I joined the Central Pinellas Chamber and even the Christian Chamber of Commerce is that people don't know that you exist. So what are you doing to get the word out there? Um, that's right. Well, I'm trying lots of different things. Um, I have been on the radio with you, and um, I do some mailings. Um, I have joined the chamber myself and joined the Christian Chamber. Um, I do have a website just trying to point people there, going out in the community to expos and things like that, to just make sure people know that we're there and we're open to the community and we're not just a book table in the corner of a church somewhere. So what is special about Karis? I would say uh, the care and the concern and the personal touch that we add. We're not a chain. I don't have anybody telling me what to buy, um, how to place it in the store, what to feature. I make those decisions based on where I feel um, the church and the community needs are. And then I train my staff to really pay attention to the customers and uh, especially in the area of, you know, our primary thing to sell is Bibles. And everybody that comes in the store, if they're looking in the Bible department, they're looking for a Bible and trying to ans ask the questions, find out why they're there and how we can help. First of all, I, I, I should have brought this up before. What does charis mean? It, it's spelled C-H-A-R-I-S. What does it mean? That's correct. It is a Greek word for the um, word grace. And so based on that, like the word charity very much. So um, from that same root word and, and just found that that's what they wanted to call the store to share grace with everyone. Awesome. So who's your perfect customer? 
really anybody that has a need, whether it's for themselves or a gift for somebody else or to minister to somebody that's either hurting or had a loss or getting a new home or having a baby, um, really anybody that needs to shop and wants to share a positive message through Jesus Christ. Everything that we have has either a verse on it or an inspirational message that um, can lead someone closer to the Lord. You know, as a guy, I'm not much of a guy. I don't like to shop just like most guys. <laughs> but what's amazing is that Martha and I are able to do all of our Christmas shopping at Caris Christian Books and Gifts. And, and that is so awesome to be able to go to one place and get it all done because she's not just a bookstore. She's got gifts and cards. And at Christmas time, it's... You know, it's like Christmas of Wonderland in there, and it's everything is so, it is so awesome out there, and we're just so grateful for uh, that store being available. All right, so how are you able to incorporate your faith into your business? Well, really, I have the blessing of being in a Christian environment and people expecting there to be um, a, a message and expecting there to be maybe some hope. And um, so every day we never know what's going to come through our doors. And so um, the neat thing is, is that when I even meet with my vendors, they help me pray over making good decisions. Um, I pray for my staff. We um, share prayer requests and stuff for those that, that we know that are coming through the doors that have hurts and things like that. So um one of the ways that I incorporate my faith is letting my life live out in all the questions that I ask a customer. Maybe they're struggling with prayer. Maybe they're struggling with grief or whatever it is. And just being able to be a vessel and to be able to minister to them by um, just praying that God gives me the words to comfort them and lead them to something that they can take home and learn from and grow closer to the Lord. That's that's awesome. All right, so when we, when we come back, the next section, I really want to talk specifically about books that have impacted your guys' life. You know, the when it looks, is it realistic for a Christian to be able to incorporate their faith into their business? Yeah, Jim, not only is it realistic, I feel it's necessary. God has not called his followers to only follow him when it's convenient or, or on Sundays. He's called us to, to follow him in all that we do. We have Eric Most with Most Insurance and Martha Brangenberg with us from Karis Christian Books and Gifts. They're live here in the studio with us today. In case you missed the first half of our show, it was a good one. We missed that last transition. No, I stopped to, talking too soon. So sorry about that to my audience. Just a little rookie mistake. Eric and Martha spent the first half of the show talking about how they shared how Christ has impacted their lives and how it's also started to impact their businesses. They also took some time to talk specifically about most insurance and Karis Christian Books and Gifts and what stands helps them stand out as a uh, in the community as a light for Christ. So if you missed the first half, make sure you listen to it in archive. You know, let's talk about books because both of you are really book readers and your book, you, you, I, both of you are bombarding me all the time with books I should read. Martha had 27 books on my nightstand I needed to read just recently. I've knocked down through a few of them, but she's got a lot of them on there. So talk about the books that have impacted your life. Let's just go round robin back and forth. Eric, why don't you start off with the first book? Wow. Um, first book I'd say would be um, Let the Nations Be Glad by John Piper. Um, truly opened my eyes to, to missions. Uh, in, it, in it, John Piper says, uh, missions is not the ultimate goal of the church. Worship is. Missions exist because worship doesn't. Worship is ultimate, not missions. Because God is ultimate, not man. When this age is over and the countless millions of the redeemed fall on their faces before the throne of God, missions will be no more. It is a temporary necessity, but worship abides forever. Worship, therefore, is the fuel and goal of missions. It is the goal of missions because in missions, we simply aim to bring the nations into the white-hot enjoyment of God's glory. 
the goal of missions, is the gladness of the peoples and the greatness of God. The Lord reigns. Let all the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Psalm 97, 1. Let the peoples praise thee, O God. Let all the peoples praise thee. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. Psalm 67, 3 through 4. That's really the, the premise of the whole book of let the nations be glad and just truly open my eye up to the grandeur um, of missions and the call that God has put on all of our lives. Yeah, it's so amazing because so many of us said, okay, well, the Great Commission, that's for some people. That's not for everybody because not everybody's called to go. And that's true. Not everybody's called to go overseas, but everybody's called to the mission field. And the workplace is the largest mission field in the world. All right, Martha, what's your number one pick? My number one pick I want to hit is um, One Year Bibles. Um, of course, as a Christian books and gift store, the, our first priority is getting Bibles into the hands of people that um, need or want to read it and um, expose them to the gospel. And several years ago, you and I decided that we would start reading through the Bible together with the one-year plan. And um, this year, I have taken that and gone with um, their NLT has a one-year chronological Bible. And I am loving reading it. Um, so the whole Bible is laid up chronologically. So you're not jumping around from one battle to another and then you're in Psalms for a long time in the middle of what David's going through, the Psalms will be right there that he wrote chronologically while he was going through the events. And so it just has really um, made things very clear to me. And I just am really enjoying that. And I got to tell you, when we first bought our first one-year Bible several years ago, mm -hmm. it's what kept me on reading my Bible every day That's and right. never missing a day because I can't stand to be behind. So <laughs> it's been awesome. And it also gave us an opportunity to talk about That's what right. we were reading. And uh, some nights I read to you, some nights you read to me. All right. So your number one pick, the one-year Bible. And it comes in how many different uh, translations of the Bible does it come in? Oh, probably six or seven major translations. Um, we shelve all of our Bibles in our store by translation. So hoping that people will um, be gravitate towards one that they understand and can read from. And then from there, find one that's either set up Psalms, Proverbs, Old and New Testament every day or the chronological or something like that. Awesome. OK, so, Eric, your number one was Let the Nations Be Glad by John Piper. What's number two? Well, actually, I want to go back. I, actually, my true number one was to say, uh, if you're not reading God's word, I implore you to pick that up and read first. Oh, so Martha called you on the carpet. She brings the <laughs> Bible up and you're going to pull the Bible card. OK. All right. That is at the heart of Eric Most. There's no question he is a Bible reader, really a Bible scholar in my life. So I, I, I told I was going to give you that one, but that's good. You covered your tracks. Now we're good. I think the Lord is listening. We're OK. He's a listener of the I Work For Him shows. It's good. <laughs> well, uh, uh, to that note, I would say um, a book that just truly impacted my life here recently is by C.J. Mahaney, and it's called Humility. The subtext is um, True Greatness. And this is a book. It's a small book. It's an easy book to read. Um, easy as in reading level, it's easy. Um, it's difficult because the Holy Spirit is going to beat you up page after page after page. I literally did not go two pages without underlining, highlighting, dog-earing. I sometimes even dog-eared the top and bottom of a page because it was so, <laughs> the Holy Spirit was just beating me up. So, Humility, True Greatness by C.J. Mahaney. In fact, I actually got to meet C.J. Um, two months ago over at the Gospel Coalition and got to take a picture with him and, and talked about uh, the fact that we've got the men of uh, men and women of LifeWork leadership reading that book. And, and to see his humility just uh, it was, was truly amazing. How does that play to the workplace? 
Wow. Um, if, if, if you, so many business leaders um, and, 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 and Christians even in the, in, the, in the business world really have a chip about them, an air, an air of superiority of uh, I, I got this. And, and if we're not truly humble, if, if we don't really realize our position in Christ, um, if we know that uh, we're going to struggle with all of our decisions, it's going to be all about me as opposed to about Christ. It's about what can I do? What can, what can I get? Who can I take advantage of? Um, but when we're really truly see, seeking uh, humility in Christ, um, we're going to be seeking others better than ourselves. We're going to be seeking to um, not be the person who's, who's standing up in the limelight. We're going to be deflecting. And, and because we want to do all for the glory of God, it's not going to be about me and my glory. It's going to be about Christ's glory. So how can I deflect? How can I, can, how can I show him as glorious as he truly is to a, to a, to a world that has no idea, who, who don't know what uh, who Christ is, you know, and so many of us uh, Christians in the workplace, we we don't act like we um, we worship a mighty God, a sovereign God over all the universe. Um, I think this book really helped frame my my mind with uh, show, knowing who's who needs to be prior, uh, priority number one. All right, and that book was Humility, True Greatness, C.J. Mahaney. All right, Martha, what's your number two pick? Um, number two would definitely be Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. Several years ago, I was exposed to this book, and it is a daily devotional. Um, it is read out of, uh, written out of her journals. Um, she has dealt with a lot of chronic illness and is a missionary overseas. And um, it just shows you how alive the Word of God is and living and breathing. And um, every day when you read it, she brings to light um, Scripture, and it's Jesus talking to us in the scripture and through her journaling and just how when I show it to somebody who's struggling with something I say read today I haven't um, I don't have any way of telling you what today is other than let's look at it together and it will apply and it just shows how the scripture is so applicable in our life every day and uh, this has been our number one seller in the store just because when people read it it means so much to them they share it with others how many years has it been a number one seller Um, for about four years Four yeah. years. I know that your dad keeps buying them by the dozens and giving away. It's yes. his favorite book to give we away. We have a lot of customers that do that. It just means so much. So it's a great gift book, and it's really inspiring day after day after day. All right, Eric, number three. One I just finished recently um, by Jerry Bridges called Res- Respectable Sins, Confronting the Sins That We Tolerate. In this book uh, by uh, Jerry Bridges, who wrote The Pursuit of Holiness, Bridges attempts to confront the sins we tolerate. I found that on almost every page, again, uh, 181, that uh, that the Holy Spirit was using it to shine light on the many sins I tolerate in my own life without a second thought. He talks about anxiety and frustration, discontentment, unthankfulness, pride, both moral self-righteousness, pride of correct doctrine, pride of achievement, and, and of independent spirit. He talks about selfishness, a lack of self-control, impatience and irritability, anger, judgmentalism, envy, jealousy, um, and related sins, sins of the tongue, world and at the foundation of them all, um, he says the root is, he believes, ungodliness, which he defines as living one's everyday life with little or no thought of God or of God's will or of God's glory or of one's dependence on God. Essentially, God is irrelevant in the lives of, of his or her life. Man, I know that this can, you talk about how does this work in the business place. I know that I can, I can sit down in front of my, my computer and 
three hours later have no idea, you know, haven't thought about God at all. And this has just constantly helped uh, help inform my, my day, my life. We've had a lot of fun so far today. We have in our studio today, Eric Most with Most Insurance and Martha Brangenberg, my incredible wife, with Karis Christian Books and Gifts. They're right here. It's live. Eric and Martha have shared how Christ has impacted their lives personally and also how it has affected how they operate their businesses. They've also taken some time. The whole last segment was about books that have really impacted their lives, books that they wanted to highlight, and we got partly through the list. Eric and Martha both put as their number one book that you should be reading is your Bible. And number two on Martha's list was the Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. And Eric's number one book was the true, was uh, John Piper's book, Let the Nations Be Glad. Eric also had Humility, True Greatness with C.J. Mahaney. Uh, and uh, uh, also Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges. Now, Martha, you were about ready to highlight uh, a book. Uh, go ahead. What's your, what's your number three pick? Um, Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. And uh, the subtitle is Praying Circles Around Your Biggest Dreams and Greatest Fears. And it's kind of based on a legend of Honey the Circle Maker. And um, basically the learning that we're, we don't just pray up to a time um, when we're asked, seeing a prayer being answered, but praying through that because we really don't know what God's end result is going to be. So praying through the circumstance, believing um, that he has control of it and he has an outcome in in mind. Um, And it just is uh, a real big challenge to me and to our whole church and community. A lot of people have been reading it and it's really um, impacted our prayer lives. Well, and it's Mark Batterson is a pastor of a church right downtown in D.C. And so he's, he's like a thousand feet from from where our house and our Senate and our president are. And uh, maybe it's a thousand yards, but it's right real close. And they talked about how they started a church really in and I would you know, in, in one of the darkest places in our country. That's for sure. That's right. And uh, he just uh, did a lot of prayer walking, which is now becoming um, something that people are very aware of and praying in your neighborhoods and walking the streets and praying around a building that maybe in his circumstances he was wanting to buy for his church and and uh, just trusting God with the outcome. All right. So your final book, Martha, that you wanted to highlight, it was really more of a genre than than just uh, that's probably not even the right word, but more of a style of book. What What is it? That's right. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Christian fiction. A lot of people, um, when they think of fiction, they just think of a feel good story. And I have had the pleasure in the last six years to meet a lot of Christian authors. And every single one of them will tell you that they re- write their books with a purpose and with a reason in mind and a story to tell. And um, one of the ones I brought with me today was this freedom series by Kathy Macias and she has written this series of books about sex trafficking I would not go into my own store and pick up a book to learn about how horrible sex trafficking is in America and what we as Christians can do but I will pick up this fiction book and read a story that she's done research on that has truth in it and reality and help me to have a greater compassion for a need that's out there that needs to be met and that Christians have a responsibility to um, take action against yeah, we need to wake up people. What happened in Cleveland last week? You talk about sex trafficking. You talk about slavery mm-hmm. right in Cleveland. Three ladies been abducted for a decade. Their neighbors knew something was 
wrong, but nobody did nothing about it. And I said it just like that on purpose. <laughs> just ridiculous. People knew and they stepped away from it. You know, we can't do that. As Christians, we've got a responsibility. And those ladies were tied up, chained up, abused physically, sexually, mentally for a decade. And people just stood by and said, well, maybe somebody else will do something. That's right. So that, that, that sex trafficking is a great one. But the, the Christian fiction, I will tell you, the Christian fiction has ministered to me in so many ways. Martha, again, brings on books all the time for me to preview. And, and it's great, the story where you can actually live a story that's make-believe, but also get hard hit in your Christian faith at the same time is awesome. Eric, your number four pick. All right. It's one that I use actually often in my uh, in my business. Give it to, uh, to employees, give it to uh, uh, customers and people who are struggling uh, with different things. And it's um, it's by uh, it's also out of uh, out of D.C. And it's, it's a book called What is the Gospel by Greg Gilbert. Um, it's part of the Nine Mark series. And and it just clearly lays out the gospel of Christ. And I found um, literally was able to give it to one of my staff um, last week as, as I was explaining the gospel um, to her uh, from a situation that had come up. Um, I actually get uh, cases of this book, uh, so that way I can give them out uh, as, as there's need. So, what is the gospel by Greg Gilbert? All right, that's awesome. And, and really, the whole point behind what is the gospel? People are so confused today. What is it, what is really the message of Christ? They 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 think it's all about religion, and it and, and Jesus. The religious people they hated Jesus. They they killed him. Religion's all about money and power and control. The gospel's about love and forgiveness, and that our heavenly Father loved us so much that before we were even born, He sent His Son to die for us, to pay the price for our sins, and then He He raised His Son from the dead. Jesus raised from the dead so that he knew that we have a real savior he's living and walking with us today it's so important all right so thank you so much for sharing those books from you uh, the next part of our program is always brought to us by martha and cares christian books and gifts we've got lots of books to highlight today we've been highlighting i'm not going to go through all of the explanations but you know I like to highlight these books because it's important that we're reading to enrich ourselves and to learn from other people as they walk with christ now, Carrier's Christian Books and Gifts has been part of the Largo community for over 28 years. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks, they got 2,400 square feet that's open to the public seven days a week. Now, Martha, you got a special announcement. What, what's going on at the bookstore right now? What is going on? Oh, that I'm hiring? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am going to be hiring. And so um, we were just talking about hiring and firing a little bit off of the air and just, um, you know, how that's even an important part of our business because who represents our business is very important. And so that's some process I'm going through right now. All right. So make sure if uh, if you have always wanted to work in a Christian bookstore environment, you got to talk to Martha. So look up Martha at shopcaris, C-H-A-R-I-S, shopcaris.com. Be the hundredth person on Facebook to like the I Work For Him show. And we'll send you a copy of one of the books that we highlighted today on the I Work For Him show, complimentary of Caris Christian Books and Gifts. All right. The books we highlighted today, Jesus Calling by Sarah Young, Circle Maker by Mark Batterson, Freedom Series by Kathy Maseus. The Bible, written by God. <laughs> humility, but true greatness. Uh, tr humility, true greatness by C.J. Mahaney. Let the Nations Be Glad by John Piper. Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges. And last, What is the Gospel? By Greg, Greg Gilbert. Greg Gilbert. Very good. All right, next week on the show, right here on Inspiration AM 1110 WTIS, we've got a fantastic show. Stacy Geyer with Senior Helpers Tampa Bay will be on the show, as well as Rod Amicone with Amicone Insurance. Both will be sharing from their hearts about how they're able to allow Christ to impact the workplace.
All right, so consider your position, your job, or your business. Are you digging deeper in your Christian faith by reading daily the words that God gave us in the Bible? That's important. Are you involved in a Bible study with other business people who can hold you accountable to a higher standard? We need to enrich our lives, and the Bible should be number one in our faith. It's so important that we incorporate it every day. You know, thanks to Eric Most with Most Insurance for being on the show. Eric, it was great to have you here today. It's been my joy. Thank you. All right. If you want to check out Most Insurance, check them out on the web, mostins.com. That's mostins.com. Thanks also to my beautiful bride, Martha, for coming on the show, representing Karis Christian Books and Gifts. You can find out more about the store and look at a great video of the store at Shop. Karis, that's C-H-A-R-I-S, shopkaris.com. Please check out our website, the iworkforhim.com website. There are all kinds of great resources on the site, and especially the links to all of our show's sponsors, people that I know and trust, people that you can trust. That's iworkforhim.com. I want to get people on the show that are learning to allow the transformational power of Jesus Christ to impact their lives, their family, and their workplace. I need you to introduce them to me. Email me, jim at iworkforhim.com. That's jim at iworkforhim.com. Thanks to Todd Wendell for being an awesome engineer today. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I am a Christ follower. I own my own business, and I'm also an employee. I work for him.